What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Next Success. I'm Adam Bastian. And I'm Skylar Beitendorp. Today, we're going to be talking about hard times, like why we're grateful for them and stuff like that. Some of our personal experiences, hard times. I think we've both been through hard, you know, I think everyone's been through their own hard times. And Paramore. I think it's really powerful when people share their experiences because then you can relate, you can hear what, what how they got through it. So, yeah, we're going to share a little bit about that. But before we started, Adam said he had a poem. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. I was thinking about this poem. It's called The Refiner's Fire. Mm-hmm. I'll just read it real fast. It says, He sat by the fire of sevenfold heat as he watched by the precious ore, and closer he bent with a scratching gaze as he heated it more and more. He knew he had one, he knew he had ore that could stand the test, and he wanted the finest gold to mold as a crown for the king to wear, set the gems of price untold. So he laid our gold in the burning fire, though we fain would have said him nay, and he watched the dross as, as we had not seen as it melted and passed away, and the gold grew brighter and yet more bright, And our eyes were so dim with tears, and we saw the fire, not the master's hand, and questioned with anxious fear. Yet our gold shone out with a richer glow, as it mirrored a form above, the bent ore, the fire, though unseen by us, with a look of infinite love. Can we think that it pleases his loving heart to cause a moment of pain? Ah, no, but he saw through the present cross the bliss of eternal gain. So he waited there with a watchful eye, with love that is strong and sure, and his gold did not suffer a bit more heat that was needed to make it pure. So, it's just talking about the process of making gold, but then it, I think it like applies this to us. Like To make gold pure, you need to put it through intense heat. T- to refine something... You need to scorch that thing to death to get rid of all the imper- in, like imperfections and impurities. It's like something does not become clean without it going through intense heat. So if you think about it, I think with us, if we want to become pure or refined or more skilled in an area, it requires... Heat, or in other words, it requires hard things to happen to us to take away those impurities out of us. Does does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if I think of hard hard times I've been through and how they've molded me and shaped me today, like I wouldn't be able to handle and be able to think of what I'm going through in in the way I do now without those. Like it's it's made me stronger. It's kind of like the weight doesn't get stronger. Or the, the weight doesn't get lighter through life. We get stronger. Yeah. And, you know, while you were talking about that that poem or saying that poem, it made me think of diamonds. Mm-hmm. So they have to go under 720,000 um, pounds of pressure per square inch, or coal does, to turn into a diamond. That's a lot. Uh-huh. And it takes a long time. It takes a lot of pressure for it to turn into that beautiful diamond. Mm. And so... I think we got to, I don't know, it, I feel like I've been through enough hard things that when I go through something hard, I'm like, okay, this sucks, but I, I know it's, 
forming me and changing me into something stronger and better to the point where I don't even see it as a bad thing. I just see it as just adding weight. It's making me stronger. So yeah, yeah. Hard, hard times are good in a way. Yeah. I like, I like how like a diamond starts as coal. Like what is coal? (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's burnt. It's just black. It it gets yeah. like if you touch coal, it gets on your hands, kind of gets everywhere. Yeah. It's not really pleasant. You don't like it. Like no one places coal it on does. their rings. It does. <clears throat> Let me tell you. If you're poisoned, <laughs> poisoned. you eat coal. <laughs> so I guess there's there's more to it. But yeah. Uh I mean, for that to become a diamond, I think that just shows like who are we? We're 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 I mean, we're born. With literally no talents. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a potato. Clean like, slate. Yeah, we're a vegetable. We just eat and sleep and poop. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we come out just like the basic kind of nothing. Yeah, how does a thing that, that is born to do nothing but eat, sleep, and poop turn into the president of the United States or turn into the, like, the, I don't know, like Vladimir Putin in Russia? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, how does that happen? That's a really good point. And I'm just thinking right now, it's like, yeah, so we, we start out that clean slate. And hard things will happen in life regardless of what we do. Like, it's kind of inevitable. You'll go through hard things. You'll have hard moments that you have to get through. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference between people that are really successful and people that live an average life are the ones that intentionally put themselves in hard times to grow themselves past the average of whatever they're at or just, you know, from where they're at to kind of like leap forward. They put themselves in a hard times. Like people intentionally go to the gym and intentionally do hard things. They put more weight on every time to grow more. And so if we, yeah, they add more resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we do scary stuff, it's going to grow us, but we get to choose some of the hard things we go through. And if we want to go through hard times or just live an average, mediocre. normal, mediocre life. Which nothing wrong with that, yeah. but it's not the life I necessarily I want to live. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with mediocrity. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to do it, and those those are the best followers, and a leader's nothing without a follower. Yeah. So if he has no one to lead, what kind of leader is he? He's not. He's not. Not a leader. So, but yeah, I agree. I think if you push yourself, like out. Well, you need to push yourself to get stronger. Yeah. You need to add that resistance in your life to learn something, to get better at it. Um, and that, I, that's, a, that's just a constant. And I'm, I'm sure about that. Like, if, I don't know, when I, when I feel myself getting um, complacent, mm-hmm. I, I usually do something to get out of that because I feel like I'm not who I want to be in that moment or in that time. Like I feel like I need, I'm, I'm for something better in my life than just complacency. Yeah. And being stuck. Yeah. Kind of like how average, mediocre, it is fine, but it's not fine for Adam. Like you want more than that. Yeah, I sure do, it. So there's nothing wrong either way. Um, but 
or and I have a quote that I I looked up and liked read it read it to Adam before we started but oh, get it <clears throat> it says difficult times have helped me to understand better than before how infinitely rich and beautiful life is in every way and that so many things that one goes so many things that one goes worries uh, worrying about are so im sorry blah, let me start <laughs> let me just start over <laughs> okay difficult times have helped me to Forgot understand how to read. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, yeah. I hate reading in front of people. Yeah, I forgot how to read. It happens right. all the time. Right? Especially yeah. when there's something's recording you. Horrible. <laughs> um, okay. Difficult times have helped me to understand better, better than before how infinitely rich and beautiful life is in every way. And that so many things that one goes worrying about are of no importance whatsoever. And I relate to this a lot and I like this a lot because a lot of things I used to care about were the things that caused me hard times, but it was because I thought they were important. And when really looking back and looking kind of at the real purpose of life, they have no importance. It doesn't matter what color your shoes are. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what car you drive. It doesn't matter. I don't know, I'm trying to think of, it doesn't matter if like the dishes are done a specific way. It doesn't matter if, yeah. You know, you eat at six o'clock or if you eat at seven o'clock, like there, there's so many little things in life that I think people stress about and worry about that really don't matter. And if you kind of like, if you know what's important, focus on that and just let everything else just not worry. Like I know some people where like, it's like a couple where one wants to just put stickers like on a, like on their laptop or on their car. And the other half of the couple's like, no, that looks dumb. That looks ugly. But it's like, that's one of those things that doesn't matter. It's like, do what you want and uh-huh. be happy for the other person. At least that's how I see it. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not really going to affect you. Yeah. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. To, it probably does add to, you know, because like if I'm not doing something because someone else doesn't want me to, that's probably just hurting me and taking away from my happiness, especially because I'm living under someone else's standards. Uh-huh. Like, it's just a really small and insignificant thing, but it doesn't matter. So what is that quote called again? Um, how's it go again? I'm just gonna type it in. I want to read it. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, difficult. Do you want me to just give it to you? Like, yeah. Okay. Here, I'll do look. it. Let's see if I can find it. Or like, just do it. But I just like what it said. Uh huh. About uh, I just wanted to read it to make sure to double check. Mm-hmm. But it was just like uh, I don't know. I'll just wait till you send it to me. Yeah. In the note. Um. Yeah. So, do we want to share some personal experiences? Yeah. Yeah, first I just want to talk about, I just wanted to read it so I could kind of read it verbatim. Yeah. But I like how it says, uh, I like the whole thing, but it says, difficult times have helped me to understand better than before how infinitely rich and beautiful life is in every way. Uh, I like that. And I was thinking, it's like when you're on a hike, and you're hiking up a mountain and you're getting to the peak. The peak means so much more after you've hiked three, four, five, six miles than it did than it would than it did if you just drove up the mountain. It means so much more, and there's so much more beauty to it and appreciation after that hard work and difficult thing you just did than if it was just easy and it was given to you. And 
I think that provides a lot of perspective for me and has in my life that my life has never has has always hasn't always been cupcakes and rainbows and you know it hasn't been right. like unicorns and pixie dust and fairies like <laughs> like what I I really see the beauty in life after I've suffered a little bit and then I understand more why I'm here and I understand why I feel like my what my purpose is after I struggled and struggled and struggled for such a hard like a long time and uh, I just think there's a lot of truth in that and I think it's really easy to forget that or we're so focused on the the difficult task or the difficult thing that we just went through that we get to the end and we're like that wasn't worth it this sucks I wish I never went through that yeah and so we're not really focused on the beauty of it we're focused on the past pain which is hard to let go and forget but when we let go of it and forgive it and forget it that beauty is immense and our capacity to feel that love and and see that beauty and an infinitely rich life is that much greater because we suffered and we're so low. Does that make sense? Yeah. The higher the price, the higher the value it is to you, and the more you appreciate it. And you actually have to give something to get it. Yeah. It requires sacrifice. 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 Yeah. Like I, I remember growing up, I had friends that had to pay for their own phones and buy their own phones and then friends that were given their own phones and their service was paid for and there was a big difference between how much they cared for that phone and how much they appreciated it when they had to personally pay for it when it came out of their pocket when they had to do something they didn't want to do to get something they wanted Mm -hmm. so free things are great i love it if someone was like, here's Everything, a free car, free I will take it. <laughs> Yo, solid. But there's definitely a lot of lessons and appreciation that comes when you have to pay for it. Yeah, you it have to more. suffer a little bit. You have to lose something you love. And that goes with like maintaining relationships too. It's like everyone, when they start dating, they put in a lot of work. They do the things maybe that aren't like they're super passionate about, but they're doing it because... They care about someone and they want to spend time with somebody. They want the reward. But after a while, months, years later, they stop doing those things. They stop investing into it. And what they have stops being of so much value to them. Uh So I heard this quote. It was, whatever you appreciate, appreciates. So if something's like important to you, invest into it. And it'll come back to you like tenfold. Mm -hmm. So not really the topic today but just came to mind and this is we can, we can do whatever we <laughs> hey, want hey that that works you know if it's just coming out just let it go out yeah you never know you never know what will happen from the things that we say yeah maybe nothing probably nothing but you never know someone might go wow dude that was nice that was good <laughs> yeah oh, that was good i'm going to change you know yeah. or something that's our goal at least um yeah i that's our goal is to hopefully impact somebody in some way shape or form yeah little or small i think when yeah this this is totally like 
side topic say right it, now, but say it. you know, it's like, I think anytime I listen to the thoughts that come into my head and I take action on them or write them down, that's, those are the most impactful things where it's like, I should really send this person a text or really I, I should go say hi to this person. Those are the most impactful times because I'm kind of listening to that, that like inner voice inside, like my conscious conscience 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 <laughs> my cautious um, cautious <laughs> but i'm listening to it and telling it or and, and taking action on what it is and i usually i can't think of a time i've regretted doing something when i knew and like knew it was the right thing to do and knew it was i don't know, just took action on what was going in my mind yeah or maybe you didn't even know it was the right thing but you felt like you needed to do it yeah but you always feel that regret afterward if you yeah. don't do it what would have happened yeah like, i would have reached what, out to yeah. that person yeah what would have would changed it? the day yeah you leave yourself with the what question and then that's just hard because mm-hmm. then it just doesn't it's never that set that question is never satisfied because there is no answer yeah because there's so many answers right so um it's a tough thing to go through so being grateful for the hard times. I think that's really hard for a lot of people to do because the hard times, they were hard. They were painful. They probably, they can even carry um, trauma. It can just, it can be triggering sometimes to like re-enter a situation similar to it or to think about it. Mm-hmm. So for you, hard times you've been through, Adam, what are, what's the mindset behind being grateful for? I mean, maybe we've touched on this a little I bit, mean, but what's the mindset to be grateful for it? I mean, honestly, there's, there's things that I've gone through in my life that I'm not grateful for that have just sucked. Yeah. And like, I'm still working through it and trying to get like to a point where I'm okay with it. And I, you know, and and the older I get and the more I think about it and the more experience I get, the more I realize that that's just life. Yeah. You just have to figure it out. Um, like life isn't meant to be, you're not meant to suffer through it, but there are things that there will be times that you will suffer. And the fact that you're suffering just means you're a human being and you're dealing with other human beings who are very imperfect. Yeah. And so the more I think about that, the more I'm okay with some of the things in my life that have, that have hurt, that are still hurting. But the more healing is coming as a result of it. Because the more I'm okay with it, the more I'm letting go. And the moment I let go of that open wound, the wound can start to close. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I I've been thinking about it a lot this past week. About I was at work. It was like late. They held me over for a sixteen-hour shift. I was staying. It was probably like two a.m. in the morning, and I started thinking about the word reparation and then the word restoration. And I was thinking, what is the difference between those two words? Like, what's important to it? And I thought about the word. I thought about scars and I thought about why we have scars and what they are. And then I thought about mending things and I was like, what is it to mend something? And to mend something is to put back together, to repair it. Mm-hmm. And after you mend something, there becomes a scar. So scar is a result to mending or repairing. But to restore means to return back to a previous state. So if you restore a car, you're bringing it back to the way it was back in the day. Same colors, same seats, same engine, you know. Well, maybe not same engine, but similar. As close as you can get to it, and if you can get it exact, that's what you're going to do to restore it. But if you're repairing a car, something is broken, 
and you're changing that broken piece for a better piece to make sure that car runs and goes forward. So I was thinking about that at, at night, and I, I ended up writing this whole thing about it. But um, and I talked to a friend the other night about it. And, uh, but I was thinking about our lives. Would I rather be in a state of reparation or restoration in my life when I go through something hard? Like, when I go through something hard and difficult and I suffer, do I want to restore myself to the way I was prior to that event? Or would I rather be re repair that wound and be made stronger? I'm, I'll have a scar, and scars don't look good. Sometimes they look dope. Sometimes they do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they look freaking dope. But they're not meant, like another thing I read was like scars, they're not meant for, for function. Um, they're meant for uh, healing. Mm -hmm. And so they're not meant to, to look good or even to act super great, but they're meant to, to heal and to mend. And scars are stronger than your normal skin. And you just think about it like that. But so if you think about it, you go through something hard, and I ask myself, and I still don't know the answer. It's, it's like, are some things in my life that I've been through, do I want to be repaired from them, or do I want to be restored from them? And I think the answer is a state of reparation. You should want to be repaired, because you're still who you are. You're not losing anything that you went through, the things that you learned from being restored to the way you were before but you're gaining knowledge from that experience and you're stronger than you were as a result of that experience. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Anything we go through makes us stronger. And like, I think the physical scars, <clears throat> scar, like They're scars. A reminder. No, yeah. Know. Well, there's so many things that you talked about that I want to touch on, but it's like scars, like look, they can look good or they cannot look but good. But I think what makes the difference is the way we see them and the way we think about them. If we're constantly striving for perfection, one, you'll never get there. You'll constantly, constantly be chasing that train. So if we look at scars like, oh, this was a bad thing in my life or, you know, just not good, you're going to see it as ugly. But if you look at that scar with the story that's connected to it and choose to look at it in a like, oh, that was cool mm -hmm. versus what I just talked about. I guess that's true. To every scar, there's a story behind it. Exactly. And those stories, those experiences we went through can help somebody else. So I think it's a shame when we go through something hard and we don't share that story. We don't share our experience for someone else going through the same thing to learn from it. Or we're embarrassed by a scar. Right. But I think that's natural to go yes, through something normal. hard, to be embarrassed by it, to be like, this freaking sucked. <clears throat> Like, I'm ugly, you know? Yeah. Like, like, that's natural to be embarrassed by it. But I, and I, and honestly, I'm like, there's, like I said earlier, I think there's things that I'm, I'm embarrassed about that I went through or that like, I've done. Like what? It just, I, I mean, maybe just I'll share them another share. time. <laughs> maybe I'll share them another time. Hence why I'm still embarrassed and like ashamed. Right. Of like, you know, still working through it. But like, I think that's just natural to feel that way. Like. To, to feel ashamed and embarrassed and like, I can't believe that happened to me or I did that or whatever. And now I have this nasty thing to, to look at all the time. Totally. But through time and through letting go and learning to let go, those heal. 
mm-hmm. and then you can become okay with it. And they don't hurt anymore. Yeah. They're still there. There's still a reminder with that scar. But they're not broken anymore. They're stronger than what they were before. As we're talking about this, I'm realizing how similar healing is between from like our from like mental healing. It's so similar to like physical healing. Yeah. If I get a broken yeah. bone, if I get hurt, it takes time for for that to heal and there's going to be a scar after. Emotionally, it takes time to heal. Time heals all wounds. Um, it's the guy. Have you seen? <laughs> uh, oh, man. I can't even think of the movie right now, but this is this wise bartender. He's like, time heals all wounds. And it's so true. It's like anything that's been tough on me mentally or emotionally, after time has passed, like it starts, it hurts less and less every single day. Just like a scar heals a little bit more every single day until, you know, it's just, it's really faint. Like I have one on my forehead. People don't usually comment on it too often, but hmm. when you look for it, it's like, oh, there's a scar on his forehead. How'd you get that? Well, when I was four, slipped on some cement steps, had a nice hole in my forehead afterwards. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cyclops. Yeah. Cyclops. <laughs> My my parents would tell me they're like, yeah, we could see what you were thinking and everything. We're like, <laughs> really? Like a TV? Your thoughts just spilled everywhere. <laughs> you saw everything. So know that that was blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like just like I definitely was not grateful for the hard times at first, and they hurt a lot at first. But after I let time pass, and I did work on my mindset on those things, mm-hmm. but I became grateful for them because well, we when did. I went, I went through the healing and. Worked on my mindset. Yeah, we become adaptable. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like human beings. We're adaptable. We're meant. We're we're made like for that. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way that cavemen with I don't know with rocks and ooga booga, you know, like clubs and making fire in caves went to making skyscrapers and airplanes and lightsabers. Now, I guess I saw a thing. They said someone made a lightsaber or something. First retractable lightsaber. That's besides the point. But like, that's cool. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty cool. But like, how do you go from that to this? You know, and it's because we're adaptable. There's a problem. There's an issue. And then we find a way around it Mm -hmm. to overcome it. And another word for overcome, a synonym is master. So we become the master of it. So when we overcome something, we control it. We master it. Yeah. Once you go through something like that, yeah. it kind of makes you an expert in it a little bit. I mean, a little bit, because like, kinda, yeah. I mean, it depends on what it is. I guess that's true. How did school come about? Experience. School. Oh yeah, <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you know how to, like, we started this podcast, right? I, we had no idea what we we're doing in the beginning. Yeah, we're masters now. <laughs> but like, well, we know enough to the point where if someone was like, "Hey, how'd you start?" We could tell them buy this equipment. That's true. Here's some different ways you can set it up. Here's where you can host it. Here's how you get it out there. Here's how you promote it. Right. Like we we we've been through that. Like we're not the best yeah, in the world. Perfect. Not by a long shot, but we know a lot. You know a lot more than we did a few other, months ago. Right. So from those experiences, you can share those with people. And sure, you haven't been through a thousand of them, or haven't researched a ton of other stories yeah. people have, but you still know a lot. And there were times we would like we'd have planning meetings, and we still we still have them. They're not near as long as they used to be. No, but we used like when we first wanted to do this, we would for like I don't know, it was like six hours or something. We'd sit there and we're like, man, how are, what are we doing? We're like, we're like, how are we gonna get this to work? What's cool? 
that would be sick. And Let's then we tried that. Yeah. And then like even coming up with the name was a hassle. Like it took a couple weeks, I think. Took a little bit. Yeah. We wrote down probably like 50, 100 yeah. different names before we came up with what we did. Yeah. And then for one day we sat down for hours and was like, just, he'd say something. I said, no, it's stupid. It's like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't like that. Then and I'd say would, something and he'd be like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. But then we combined, <laughs> I think we combined two of our yeah. names into one. And we both looked at each other. We're like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> like, that's the one. But like, and we're still growing and evolving <laughs> through that. Like, yeah. like. Yesterday, we had a different setup than we've had for the first six or seven episodes. Today's a different setup. Again, like we're still testing and trying new things. So, um, yeah, we're adapting. We're adapting, <laughs> growing. Yeah. So I always have that mindset of growth and trying new things. Um, you're talking about embarrassment. Yeah. And embarrassment. Yeah. Well, like personal experience story. <clears throat> and I have a couple of them, but the most recent one and the biggest one was like, I was married for a little bit, got married at 23, was married, uh, divorced at 24. And I can't tell you how embarrassing it feels for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Like not even a year later, nine months later. And people are like, Hey, how you guys doing? And like, Oh, we're not married anymore. Like that sucks. And everyone's like, Oh, uh, what? And there's, you know, rumors going on. And I think I had one person. No, I know this. I had one friend. Like I had people that I was talking to in person, but I had one person actually reach out and call and be like, Hey, I heard this was going on. I'm hearing rumors, but I want to hear it from you. Like what's going on. Uh-huh. So grateful for that person for doing that. Like so much respect. That was really cool, but it's super embarrassing. And I did not like talking about it for a long time. I didn't like sharing it with people. It, I kind of kept it a secret, especially like moving and meeting new friends and stuff. I didn't really open up to people about it. And after time passing, I have been healing from that and realizing, you know what? It's okay. Like crap happens. Yeah. And it's okay to be embarrassed. It's okay to have that hurt. Uh, to me, it's not okay for me to sit in that forever like work on yourself like I did. I, I mean, I definitely went into like a state of depression for a little bit and, but then got out of that. I think yeah, I just you, w- started working out and stuff. I was like, I can, I can at least do this. I don't have to yeah. feel good to work out. You adapted out. to your circumstances. It yeah. sucked. It sucked, but you got out of it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. So it's embarrassment just, goes away after a while too. It does. And then it just kind of becomes funny. Yeah, because like if we talk about <laughs> yeah, if we, if we talk about something that happened ten years ago, like I'm not that embarrassed by it. Like it's like oh, that was a long time ago. I was like a little kid or whatever. I don't know. There's some things I'm still embarrassed, but I'll tell you because it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is not okay. Like, why did I even do that? <laughs> but it's it's not like something that happened yesterday. Something no. really dumb you did, you know. So it's like time kind of just is like it mends dilutes yeah. everything in a way. It mends broken things. Yeah. It gives us nice little scars. Nice little scars. Yeah. But like, I've had people... be like a song title. Nice little scars. Nice little scars. I'm know. sure there is one. Yeah, look it up. But I've had people reach out to me because I've started to... I don't know, either they know what I went through or I was talking about it and they're like, hey, I went through the same thing. And it took that like being vulnerable and sharing like what happened to me, like my truth for people to actually 
feel like it was a safe space to talk about what they went through. Um, so I think like for me, a big thing of healing from anything is talking about it, being open and honest about it. Cause when we hide stuff, I think the longer we hide something, the more embarrassed we get. Well, it's the, I think that's the way to let go. Yeah. Of it. It's kind of like facing it head on. Yeah. Cause yeah, anything done in secret or anything that is a secret, it's heavy. Secrets are so heavy. They take so much like emotional and mental bandwidth from us. And that's just that much less we can invest into the relationships or businesses we're starting or anything you're doing. It takes away from that. Like if you don't think one area of your, one area of your life bleeds into the next, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but everything is so interconnected. It is. And uh, you know, I'm still learning about that, but I mean, I say this, but like the older I get, the more experience I get with life. I realize that, that everything in our life is so interconnected. Yeah. And to think that they're not, is just kind of foolish. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong if you don't think that, but I think it's just maybe a lack of information that you have. It's kind of ignorant, which ignorance isn't always bad. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a true statement. <laughs> the more you learn, the less, you know, and it's just, yeah. And because ignorant, when you're ignorant, you just think you're on the planet, like the top of the world. And then you just take on the world and then nothing phases you, but then you learn more and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm a child, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then I don't know, but it pushes me to do more because the more I learn, I feel like the more expectations I, I make for myself mm-hmm. or the farther I want to push myself because I'm like, now I know this. So now if I, perform the way I was, I know I'm not going to be doing it right. Right. I'll be doing it lower than I'll be doing it subpar to what I was doing. I was like, but now I know more information, more knowledge, more skills. So now more is expected of me. Maybe not from other people, but to myself because I know I can do it. So I don't want to sell myself short. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the more we grow, the more, you know, you're able to do. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of expect yourself to actually expand and grow because you have and you know you can. Yeah, so. but it's so easy through the hard things that happen in our lives, through a breakup, through a an injury, like a physical injury, a mental injury. Like, like it's so easy through those things to become complacent and to stop moving. Mm-hmm. And it happens to me all the time. But then I realize... This is dumb. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm just whining about it. I should stand up and do something about it. I was like, so then I go out and do something. Yeah. Like, when I'm when I'm pissed or angry and just, like, livid, I leave and go do something. Because I know if I stay, I'm going to be livid forever. And I'm going to be pissed at the world. But if I leave and go do something else and take it out, it heals just a little more than what if than what it would have done if I just stayed there. And then I begin to see more clearly. My vision is unfogged, yeah. if you will. Totally. Yeah, it's like the more you go through, the the wider your field of view is, the more perspectives you have, the more you can I don't know, go out there, help other people going through different things. 
Um, uh, there was something else I was going to say, but I forgot. Uh, life's a weird gig. Life is a weird gig. <laughs> life's a weird gig. <laughs> sure is. Yeah, it ain't um, a free gig either. <clears throat> there was something I said the other day. I don't remember if I told you it. But I was just talking to someone about like, because I, I think sometimes you, like me and Adam have different opinions on some things. Oh yeah, way different opinions. Yeah. And so I think one 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 place that we do differ on a little bit is I think bad things are good. Like Yeah. Like I we've talked about this a little bit before, but I was talking to his friend. I was like, without bad things, good things can't really I mean good things can happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't really th- think there's like like I don't know, if we label everything bad and good, it kind of puts one like shame on the things that you do or that are bad but i think when we label something bad i don't feel like it's inherently bad because something good can come from it yeah well, i agree with that i think good can okay. come from bad like a good thing can come from a bad experience yeah but i think some things just happen because they happen and it just sucks like a car accident someone dies like just what, what, you just you you literally lose somebody yeah that's bad <laughs> like and maybe it was their time to go, but like, yeah, but like, that's like bad, but like, and if someone, I don't know, bad things can happen to you for no fault of your own. And I think that's just kind of, it's just kind of messed up. Like you can still take good from it. It's all about your attitude. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cause I think what I believe is that because good comes from bad, all bad they're, they're just things. It's not necessarily good or bad, but what you're saying yeah. is or what it sounds like correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're saying bad things like good and bad can coexist at the same time. So it's like a bad yeah. thing could happen and good can come from it, but that's yeah. still a bad thing. Yeah, it still happened. sucks. It's yeah, just, it's horrible. But then that good thing wouldn't have happened. That's true. If you would have dated and married the first person you went out with, like the show that could have been good or bad, but if you guys didn't that break would up, be awkward. <laughs> if you, if you didn't break up and go through that hard thing, like, you wouldn't have met the next person and then the next person. Right. So it's, I don't know. Anyways, what I said to my friend when we were talking <laughs> was it's good I've for that. rocked your world. <laughs> it's good for, it's good for bad things to happen because we learn good things from the bad things, which make the bad things just things. Right. Like. I can see, I can see the logic in that. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I can see the logic in that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm basically just saying like, Life happens, and it's kind of your choice what you take from it, and take the good. Yeah. It's mindset. I think it's really easy, and I guess for anybody listening that's like, man, you guys are just, you guys seem like you just, nothing bad happens. You guys just don't get frustrated. Life just kind of rolls on. Like I was pissed off last night. Not going to lie. (laughs) No, me too. I got six blisters on my right hand from it. Yeah. And it hurts really bad. (laughs) But it's like, I just had a couple sucky things happen to me and I was just really pissed. And yeah, I just made poor decisions and now I have six blisters on my hand Mm -hmm. and it's a consequence of it. But I don't know. And I was thinking, I was like, and honestly, this morning, I I don't even know if I'm in the mindset to even talk about it, to to even like do podcast, especially about hard times. Cause I was like, feel like my life is just hard times right now (laughs) but i think that's what makes it real yeah i think so i think i mean you don't want to lie 
Right. There's no power in line. Lying's heavy. Yeah. There might be a little bit of like, you can motivate someone if you lie, but blasting influence doesn't come from a lie. It comes from the truth. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, like, like be somewhat honest. I'm not going to share everything because it just doesn't matter. Well, withholding information is not being dishonest. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I actually have a question for you about that oh. after this thought. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, okay, so yesterday um, I was just basically reminded of some hard times that I went through and it like, it, I got really like in my head about it. And like the whole night I was like, man, I'm so mad at this person. Like, can't believe they did this. Can't believe this other person did this. And so like basically just saying that even though like those were a long time ago and I healed from them and I, it doesn't bug me on a day-to-day basis, things can still come up Yeah, and that's normal and that's okay. And I'm, it's another opportunity for me to learn how I handle things now and how to better handle them. So it's like, like don't expect to heal from a traumatic experience over a year or two. Like sometimes, sometimes you can heal in a month. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes a couple years, (laughs) but yeah. You had, you said you had a thought for it. I have a question. Yeah. Or I want to just know what you think. I'm scared. So, um, it's it's about honesty. The answer's no. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody asks you a question that is none of their business to ask and you don't want to share it with them, but it's like one of those yes or no questions. Like, I don't know. What's an example? Like, um, like maybe I'm wondering, I want to know if, if you smoke weed for, this is just a random example. I okay. don't know. <laughs> but what if, let's, the answers, but no. let's say you did, if someone asks you that point blank, you saying no is lying, but like, can you just, but like, you don't want to tell them yes. So I guess it's like, what do you tell them? Cause can I just say no to the question and not necessarily answer it? So that way they think I answered no, but they really have no business asking me that question. So is it okay to lie? To I mean, I think it's fine to just say it's none of your business. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, I mean, but isn't that saying yes in a way? But that's their, that that's their, what if it's, yeah. but like there's <laughs> things that people have asked me that's definitely, I've never done that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's between me. And yeah, you I, that's just, know. that's, that's for me to know. And for you to find out, like sometimes I say that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, I like, I'm that. like <laughs> kind of put some humor behind it. And it's like, it's like, you don't have to know that. I was like, maybe I have. Like, the inmates ask me all the time questions. And I'm like, maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. That's for me to know. Kind of playing it off. Yeah, I'm like, that's for me to know. And I, I think it's totally fine. Like, I've been asked questions like, like uh, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, I, I don't know. I've just been asked questions by people. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you right now. You don't have to know right now. I was like, I'll tell you if it matters or I'll tell you, I'll tell you if it's ever important. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like, not that I don't want to tell you, but I don't want to tell you right now. Yeah. I can tell you later. And then I can let him know. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't want to tell you. Yeah. Cause there's definitely been times in my life where, but I think if you blatantly say no and it's yes, or you say yes and it's no, that's being dishonest. That's a lie. So, yeah, 
But like withholding information to a degree isn't dishonesty. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think it's the way you go about it. But if you never tell them and you pretend like it's not even real, I think that's dishonest. Yeah. Because I definitely had have had people ask me quite like yes or no questions. And I don't want to tell them yes because it's true. Yeah. But if I tell them no, it's a lie. So I'm like, shoot, how do I handle that without telling like because sometimes you can say oh no and it's you know they know it's true they know it's a yes sarcastic no but it's none of their business but like it's kind of no matter what you say they're either gonna know or you have to lie about it but that's a good way to look like maybe maybe not not gonna yeah that's a good way to like kind of play it off so you don't have to answer it and they don't think and or they didn't get a yes or no and like and whatever they think is up to them like yeah i think we got to remember that too like they might think the wrong answer but if yeah. all you told them was that's for me to know and you to find out like you can't control the way, what they think yeah and if they prematurely judge you on something because of that i think that's that's their problem it's on them and you're right so i want to i don't want to worry too much about it i like but it be honest i think that's really what our responsibility is just be honest and or, I guess, yeah, if someone asks you something, you don't want to tell them yes, yeah. and you don't want to lie. Just, you can just tell them the truth. I'm not comfortable t- telling you oh, whether I have or not. Yeah. You know? I saw this video. This uh, this cop was approaching somebody, and they were like, what are you doing here? And the guy just said, I don't answer questions. And it was like, he was like, okay, have a good day. Because that kind of just same no, one. It's a, it's a real thing. Yeah. That's the way he, just to say, I know my rights. I know I don't have to tell you. Um but like, I guess that's another way you could put it. If someone asks you something about your life, like what you're going through and you don't want to answer, just be like, I don't answer questions. Or you just don't have to answer at all. Yeah. But if you have, and if you have a smile on your face, though, I don't know, it doesn't come off. So like, don't ask me, like the, not answering. And the time will come. I think that if it's important enough, it will come back up. And yeah, and I, I'm a firm <clears throat> believer, like if, like you go through something and it's like pressing on your mind. In your heart and you still can't like i you just do it yeah like if you like talk about it i don't know yeah it's weird it's all situational and it's all very personal the way i deal with it it's different than the way you deal with it and feel it i feel it different than you and uh freaking steven whoever that steven i don't know steven but some dude named steven will feel it different than me <laughs> yeah it's like he's he's a different dude, different life, different yeah. gig. So. Yeah, that's true. Every it's a weird analogy, but it's like the same pair of shoes won't fit on everybody. It's like the same healing process I went through might not work for you. Yeah. And the way I the way my mindset works might not work for you, or at least maybe not work for you right now. So it's like know what you're going through, trust yourself, know what you have to do to be able to heal from those things that happen in your life to be able to come out on top and you get to that point that you feel grateful yeah. for it because okay. it made you stronger and it's okay to be angry and pissed off and yeah really sad and depressed i think if we try to suppress those feelings and pretend like we're not it's, it's they just get worse it's healthy to have those feelings and to express them yeah. kind of like what you told me you did like <laughs> it's good to get those out like how many times are we just told like through movies or 
through maybe parents or friends like, hey, it's not okay to cry. Suck it up. Is that a tear rolling down your face? Like, you ever heard stuff like that? Or, you know, that's like what people are taught. Yeah. Like through the media or just, you know, whatever it may be. Not everybody. But it's like, be a man about it. But it's like, no, feel your feelings. Acknowledge your feelings. Let them flow through you and then move on. But if you just suppress it, suppress what you've gone through, one day you're just going to explode. And that'll come out on your kids. That'll come out on your partner. That'll come out on your friends. Straight up. It hurts other people. Straight up. So it's like you're saying, it's good to feel emotions. Yeah. It's healthy. Well, I think we pretty much covered it all. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. satisfied if you are. Yeah. I, I feel good. This has been a good, been a good conversation. Yeah, you've been chilling. chilling. Well, thank you for listening listening to this episode of Next Success. We're uh, on Spotify, Apple, Google, all over. Stitcher. Find us Let's on, go. <laughs> Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on social media. Um, and if you got value out of this episode, please share it with somebody who you think could get something out of it. And, you know, give us a rating. Five stars would be awesome. A little review. Yeah, and a share maybe. I don't know. Only if you liked it. Mm. Only if you like it. If you hated it, <clears throat> that's okay yeah let us know like we we love feedback straight up roast us that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no honest feedback we we love that stuff if if you have that feel free to tell us what you like didn't like um so yeah we'll see you next week see ya